Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Adam Talks, a podcast that takes an alternative look at retirement. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Adam Talks. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial, and it's Bitcoin conference in Miami time. So really excited. I'm going to be speaking at the largest ever Bitcoin conference. I expect over 12,000 attendees for Bitcoin Miami, which will be June 4th, June 5th. And I get to speak uh, on June 5th. And I am talking about a topic that is super dear to my heart. How not to pay taxes on your Bitcoin. So I figured I'd give everyone a quick snapshot of what I'm going to be talking about since not everyone I assume will be at the Bitcoin conference. They are lots of people that I expect to be there. I've heard from lots of clients that are going to be there, but the price is pretty steep. $1,200 a ticket. So it's pretty pricey. I've been asked like 60, 70 times in the last few days, do I have extra tickets? Fortunately, I do not. I was given six tickets. That's it. We have a booth there. So um, if you are in the area, please stop by. Let us know. We'd love to see you. We got some nice, some nice, some nice stuff. Cool t-shirts um, and some other um, gear that I think you'd enjoy. So definitely check us out. But if you can't be there, don't worry. We're going to take a lot of pictures and uh, I'm going to report back the next week on kind of what uh, transpired. I'm going to be going to a bunch of cool parties um, thrown by um, some some pretty big wigs in the Bitcoin world. So I will be happy to report back on who I met, what I've seen, what I learned. But what I wanted to do is just kind of give everyone a snapshot of what I'm going to be talking about since don't want anyone to miss out on all the exciting ideas in the Bitcoin conference. But at least I know what I'm going to say. So here it is. Here's a short version of what I'm going to be talking about. So it's obviously not super new. Uh, my big passion is investing in assets, you know, and trust alternative assets, especially like real estate and, and Bitcoin and other cryptos and do it in the most tax efficient way with an IRA or a Roth IRA. Why? Because if you buy Bitcoin or other assets in an IRA, when you sell them in your IRA, there's no tax. That's called tax deferral. And that's also known as compounding returns, which is the eighth wonder of the world. And if you supercharge that by buying it in a Roth IRA, which means that's all your gains, so long as you're over 59 and a half, and the Roth's been open at least five years, will be sheltered from tax forever, forever. So if you bought Bitcoin at 12,000 or 30,000 and you're 50, and in 10 years, it's now worth 200,000, hopefully, hopefully more, all that gain will be tax-free. You don't have to worry about ordinary income. You don't have to worry who the president is. You don't have to worry short-term, long-term capital gains, holding periods, basis, none of that garbage. It's all tax-free. And why do I think it's super attractive with cryptos? Because we know, or at least I believe, the cryptocurrency market is in its infancy. There is so much potential growth. So it makes a lot of sense to hold crypto investments in an IRA that is based on long-term holdings. 
and the power of deferral and compounded returns will help you get to a very, very, very tax advantageous position. So it just makes a lot of sense. Now, obviously, it's risky. It's volatile. I'm not sitting here advocating people take all their money and buy cryptos. Now, it's your money. I don't have to advocate anything. It's your retirement money. You can do whatever you want with it. It's the way it works. We still have freedom. We still can do whatever we want with our IRA funds. So it's up to you. Now, I do believe, I truly believe that every American should have some exposure to cryptos, whether it's 1% of your net worth, whether it's 100 bucks, 500 bucks, or 10 bucks. Every, every American should have some exposure to cryptos. And I think doing it in an IRA or more specifically, a Roth IRA makes the most sense since, again, it is a long-term play. The cryptocurrency market is in its infancy and it just makes a lot of sense. So how is cryptos taxed? So even though Bitcoin is labeled as a cryptocurrency, from a federal income tax standpoint, excuse me, Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies are not considered a currency. They're actually treated as property, just like stocks. And that can be founded in IRS Notice 2014-21. So they're treating cryptocurrency not as a currency. Makes sense, right? U.S. government does not want a dual currency. They don't want anything competing with the U.S. dollar. Makes sense. So they're treating it like stocks, which is good. It means it's capital gains. Hold it more than 12 months. You pay long-term capital gains rates, which is now 15% or 20% if you have more than you know 600,000 plus of income. If you hold it less than 12 months, you're going to pay ordinary income tax rate. That's called short-term capital gains. It's all based off your basis, what you paid for it, versus your sale price or transfer, a transfer of cryptos. So if you exchange Bitcoin for Ethereum, that is deemed a sale. And at the transfer price is the sale price. So for example, if you bought Bitcoin at 10000 and you've exchanged it at 33000 you're going to have $23,000 a gain. If you've held the Bitcoin less than 12 months, short-term capital gains, i.e. or equals ordinary income, over 12 months capital gains, 15 or potentially 23 or so percent if there's Obamacare on top of it. Now, if you did that same transaction in an IRA, no tax. Everything in the IRA is tax deferred. In a Roth IRA, same thing, no tax. In a 401k, no tax. The only difference is once you're 59 and a half, Roth's been open five years, bang, all tax-free. Whereas if you did it in a pre-tax IRA, you pay tax when you pull it out, ordinary income tax. And if you did it personally, well, you're going to pay tax on every transaction. Okay, so that is the important differential between owning cryptos in a retirement account versus not. Now, clearly, if you need the cash now, then owning it personally makes more sense, right? So long as it's over 12 months, you're going to get long-term capital gains, 15 or 20%. And then you can spend it, buy yourself a Ferrari or you know, buy a new house, whatever you want. But if you did in a pre-tax IRA and you took the money out before 59 and a half, you pay tax and a 10% penalty. Same with a Roth. Now, the one thing with a Roth is contributions to a Roth, you can always pull out tax-free. So if you put $6,000 in a Roth IRA this year, you bought Bitcoin for 6,000 and now it's worth 10, you can always pull out that six anytime you want if you need some cash. So there, are, there is some flexibility, but unlike owning it in a, personal account, you have some limitations on what you can take out uh, without tax or penalties. However, by the IRS treating cryptos as property like stocks, it has created accounting nightmares, right? You have to keep track, as I mentioned, as holding periods, 
short-term, long-term capital gains, your basis, what you paid for it, what you sold it for, what you exchanged it for. Now, if you're just buying and selling once or twice a year, not a huge deal. But if you're pretty active and you're doing 10, 15 transactions a week or even a day, it can create an accounting nightmare. Now, the IRS has been on the Bitcoin attack, right? We all know they've issued John Doe summonses to Coinbase Kraken. They've now asked you on your 1040, do you own cryptos personally? They are now looking for people that have, at least they are forcing companies that have transferred or have been party of a transfer of over $10,000 to report it. So they are trying to crack down on Bitcoin because again, unfortunately, cryptos have been used by you know, criminals, uh, ransomware uh, to do illegal activity. So it's something they've want to crack down on. Now, then again, another nice thing of owning it in a retirement account is it's clear it's in a retirement account and the IRS will not be looking for you because there is no chance of money laundering or criminal activity since it's being held in a retirement account. So again, another advantage of owning cryptos in a retirement account. It's great for diversification, getting access to an emerging asset class. Bitcoin's only 12 years old. It's high risk, but also high reward. Idea of hitting a home run, might as well do it in a Roth IRA, right? Might as well hit that tax-free home run. If you're buying an altcoin, maybe it's worth eight cents now, 16 cents, a dollar, and you're willing to hold it five, seven, 10 years, might as well hit a home run tax-free versus paying capital gains rate. You know, we know President Biden said at least part of this new infrastructure bill is million dollars plus of capital gains will be taxed at 40% plus. So who knows what will pass? Who knows who the president will be in four years? Who knows where the capital gains rate will be, right? But we do know if you own it in a Roth, you're not going to have to worry of any of it because it's all going to be tax-free. So it makes a lot of sense. Again, I believe every person should own some cryptocurrency in an IRA and, and more preferably in a Roth IRA. Now, there's obviously a few ways you can buy cryptos in an IRA. The self-directed IRA is clearly the main option. Um, the most, I think, favorable way is, is to do it. And yeah, I'm not objective because I've worked on this solution for a bunch of years. And I think IRA Financial sounds out because we're the only provider where you can buy cryptos directly on exchange through Gemini in the name of an IRA where you control the process. You can even hold the private keys. We, we charge a flat $300 fee to custody the IRA, and you simply just need to pay the Gemini uh, commissions to buy and sell cryptos. There's no holding fees, and you can even move it to a cold wallet and then you know use a DEX or some other exchange if you wish, or you can just hold it in a cold wallet for safekeeping. So you get control, you can get the private keys, flat fees, no commissions, no third-party brokers ripping you off, and no need for an LLC. So yeah, I'm not objective, uh, but I do believe it's the best solution in the market to buy cryptos. It's the de most decentralized way. It's really the truest sense of what cryptos is. You don't need to include middlemen like brokers. You don't need LCs. You should be able to buy cryptos in the most decentralized form where you control the action all through phone or, or PC on your own, and you ultimately can hold the private keys, which again, I think is pretty cool and pretty important for a lot of crypto investors. Uh, the same goes with the 401k. You can do the same platform with a solo K. If you have an employer 401k, you work at a large company, you know, whatever, Ford, GE, Google, they're not going to let you buy Bitcoin in your 401k. Why? As 
a employer, they have some fiduciary risks and it just doesn't make a lot of sense for them to allow you to invest in a volatile asset. So another reason why if you have former employer 401k funds, you could uh, use those to invest through an IRA where you control it and don't have to worry about the or your employer limiting you. So ultimately, the best way to buy cryptos in the most tax advantaged way, I believe, is through an IRA or a Roth IRA or a solo 401k, Roth solo 401k. The other way is Puerto Rico. That's probably the other most tax efficient way, unless you live in the Cayman Islands or a jurisdiction that doesn't, Monaco, that you don't pay any tax. Had a lot of people ask me about moving to Puerto Rico. And Puerto Rico is a beautiful, beautiful place, beautiful island. Uh, and they've encouraged over the years Americans to move there, right? There's chapter two of the Incentive Acts, which includes measures to attract individual investors to Puerto Rico, but providing many incentives to resident individuals, just full tax exemptions on Puerto Rican source dividends and on capital gains stemming from the appreciation and value of securities. So the qualifications key. Okay, you must not have been a resident of Puerto Rico within the last 15 years, and you must become a resident of Puerto Rico by December 2035. You basically need to be Puerto Rico at least 183 days. So the key is you need to be a bona fide resident. Generally takes about a year. You got to land in Puerto Rico, you got to fill out paperwork, and you got to be there sometime before you can actually stamp your feet on the ground and say, I'm a resident of Puerto Rico. And you basically have to satisfy a presence test, right? Generally 183 days. You do not have a tax home outside of Puerto Rico during the year. So you can't have any close nexus to another country. And you do not have a closer connection to the U.S. Okay, so basically you need to make Puerto Rico your home. So you, you want to join a church or a golf club. Uh, you want to, if you have kids, put your kids in school there. You want to show that your nexus is to Puerto Rico and you want to be there generally 183 days. Now you have to satisfy one of the five tests, 183 days. You're present in Puerto Rico for at least 549 days during a three-year period, consisting of current taxable year and two immediately preceding taxable years, or three of the individuals present in the U.S. for no more than 90 days. Okay, and a lot of people have tried to use that. It's just, hey, I'm not going to be in the U.S. more than 90 days. I'm going to be in Puerto Rico for a few months, but I'm not going to have any other close connection to any other country. So I'm going to be basically a nomad. I'm going to be traveling around on my boat or going to visit family in different countries. I'm not going to have any closer connection to any country. And I'm not going to be in the U.S. more than 90 days. Um, also, during the taxable year, you had earned income of less than $3,000 and was present for more days in Puerto Rico than the U.S. So that's another way. Or five, the individual has no connection to the U.S. Um, during the year. Okay, so you need to meet one of those tests, but you still need to show some presence in Puerto Rico. Okay, that, that's the key. So most people will do the 183. That's generally where they're able to show presence. So what do you get by being a resident of Puerto Rico? Well, you get to live in a beautiful place. And if you're a Puerto Rican corp that is engaged in certain types of services, you, can only pay, you only have to pay 4% in tax in Puerto Rico. But the key is Article 22. And this says residence is provided with 100% exclusion from Puerto Rican income tax for all interest, dividends, and capital gains. Plus, you would pay zero on certain dividends and capital gains that you realize while you're a bona fide resident of Puerto Rico. Now, the key is you must be a bona fide resident of Puerto Rico for an entire taxable year before you get these benefits, right? So going back to this, you need to be a bona fide resident, which you need to have the presence test. You can't have 
a tax home outside of Puerto Rico during the year, and you can't have a closer connection to the U.S., right? Those are really the tests you need to meet. Now, the presence test, again, could be the 183 or the 90 days I mentioned or the 549, but you also can have other close connections to the U.S. Now, the key is you want to get exemptions generally from the capital gains or dividends, right? That's what people are looking to do, right? You may you have a potential asset that has a lot of value in the future, maybe Bitcoin, right? And you're willing to wait because generally most people don't realize that, but gains that have accrued prior to relocating to Puerto Rico will be subject to U.S. federal income tax for up to 10 years, okay? So you may have to wait 10 years plus to recoup all the past gains. Now, if you believe, hey, my gains are in the future, maybe I, I bought you know, Bitcoin or I bought Cardano or Polygon and I don't have that much gains now, but all the gains are going to be in the next two, three, four, five years. I'm gonna change my residency to Puerto Rico. You can basically uh, zero out your uh, potential capital gains, okay? So it's a huge opportunity, obviously, uh, for a lot of people, you have to generally be in a situation where you can move. Right now, a lot of people uh, have realized they don't need to be in an office because of COVID. So more and more people have looked at it. Um, but there are huge benefits, right? Um, the, the, it's really the post-appreciation. The pre-appreciation, you're going to have to wait to 10 years. The post-appreciation on your move, you could basically eliminate the capital gains tax, which, which is huge. Um, obviously, right? Um, and then obviously get, get a break on income tax depending on other sources of income. And also um, if you have a business that can hire uh, people in Puerto Rico and does uh, foreign uh, type of work outside the country, you can also potentially benefit from a reduced tax rate. Now, obviously, if you're going to move to Puerto Rico, do your research. There's a lot of rules you need to follow. You want to know where to live. Yeah, schools for kids, all that stuff, but it is possible. But if you don't want to move to Puerto Rico and you want to basically eliminate all your gains on your crypto investments, it's simple. It's called the IRA. It's called the Roth IRA. That's the easiest way to do it. And you don't have to move to Puerto Rico. So yes, I know that doesn't help you because you have $2 million in Bitcoin or Polygon or XRP or whatever, Ethereum that you bought six years ago. And obviously it's not an IRA now, so there's no way of getting in there. So that doesn't really help you. But in the future, if you got IRA funds or Roth IRA funds, you can put in six or $7,000 a year. If you're self-employed, you can do a solo K and go up to 58 or 64,500 if you're over 50. So you can put in substantial amounts of money each year and you can start adding to your crypto portfolio and you don't need to move to Puerto Rico. You don't need to move to the Caymans or Monaco. You can have all your tax-free gains right here in the great United States of America. So it is the most tax-advantaged way. It's the best legal tax shelter out there. It's called the Roth IRA. I hope you've at least heard of it. If you haven't, don't worry. It's not too late. You can make up for lost times by making contributions. If you're self-employed, check out the Solo K because that can really allow you to supercharge your future retirement savings. And then you have the ability to buy cryptos. Uh, and you can do it, I think, through a great solution through Ira Financial and Gemini where you control the cryptos. You can trade them. You don't need to go through a broker. You don't need to use an LLC. You can buy it. And sell it anytime you want. And you can also pull the 
cryptos off the exchange, hold them in a cold wallet uh, offline, and, and then also use a DEX if you want to you know, trade that way. So you got a lot of flexibility. Plus, most importantly, it's owned in an IRA, right? There's no question about, oh, no, it's owned in an LLC, but Coinbase thinks it's owned personally, and I nicknamed it in my LLC, but I really own this personally, and God, I may get audited by the IRS. No, you don't have to worry about any of that, right? It's in an IRA. Best of all, you control it. You don't need to go to a company to sell it for you or buy it for you or charge one or two or 3% commission or worse. You can do it yourself, pay a small fee to Gemini, um, 30, 40 basis points, sometimes less. And that's it. There's no holding fee. There's no annual fees. You pay us a flat fee. There's no account valuation fees, no transaction fees, no termination fees, no minimum balance fees. Super easy, the way cryptos should be. And that's what I'm really proud about. This is the best way and the most true to form way to buy cryptos, the most decentralized way that you can take advantage of the power of the Roth IRA and the future, I believe, uh, enormous, enormous potential of the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency market. So don't feel bad if you didn't make Bitcoin Miami. Um, this is gave you gave you the spiel. You now have everything I was going to say and you can do it from your home, or your car. Um, yeah, Miami's beautiful. It's hot now, though. It's humid. It's going to be fun. 10, 12,000 people. Really looking forward to it. Uh, I'm sure everyone's been vaccinated and we're going to be giving out lots of gear, uh, lots of swag. So it's going to be fun. Looking forward to meeting lots of clients, lots of, of people uh, I've spoken to over the years that now I'm going to finally get to meet in person. And especially after COVID, this is going to be one of the biggest conferences um, in the last year and a half and definitely the biggest Bitcoin conference ever. So if you are coming, check our financial booth out. Love to uh, meet you, talk to you. Uh, it'd be great. If you're not there, no sweat. I will do a podcast next week, kind of report back uh, based off you know, my experience, all the great parties and, and people I've met and uh, talk to you. Hopefully I'll be super inspired and uh, you know, just motivated uh, to keep investing uh, more and more into cryptocurrency and, and Bitcoin. So I'm um, super excited um, and uh, hopefully I'll see all you guys there. So thank you for listening. Thanks for watching. If you're doing it on YouTube, subscribe. Uh, we drop five videos, three podcasts a week on the IRA Financial YouTube channel. So best source if you're looking for updated info on various self-directed retirement, alternative asset, tax-related topics. Uh, I, I'm super proud of it. Uh, we put a lot of work into it. Uh, I don't just wing this stuff. I prepare uh, like I did in law school. I actually put a lot of work into this stuff. Um, so I hope you get uh, some valuable info out of it. I enjoy doing it. So um, it's good for me. Hopefully it's good for you guys. And that's it. I'm super psyched for the upcoming Bitcoin conference. So um, look forward to talking to everyone again next week and reporting back on all the excitement. Take care and be well.